Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. I'm so glad you came back to join us today. Hey, Franklin, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Franklin. Well, I'm glad to hear it's working. We haven't done this before, and um, it's just a little different. I can't see you. Well, now you know how our listeners feel, Franklin. They can never see us. But I'm glad you were able to call in to do our part, even though it may be hard to be stuck at home sometimes. Yeah, I mean, everything's going to be just fine. And the nice thing is, with the stories that you produce every week, uh, we have something to do, something to listen to. And I was even looking back at uh, some of your archives, and there's some great stories in there that I remember. I mean, I always love the Ark and Forest stories. The Tallest Sunflower, Mermaid's Mission, and of course, if you like chapter stories, Lord Rowan's Summer Quest was excellent. Yeah, thanks, Franklin. I mean, I really appreciate you bringing up the um, old stories that we've done on the podcast. There's 175 out there, and now 106 with today's. There's plenty out there to listen to, especially if you're a new listener. I really think there's something for everyone. But today, we got one more new story for you to add to the collection. This one is about a man and some crickets. Crickets? Oh boy, I love when they sing. Yeah, this guy doesn't love that though, Franklin. Well, let's get to it. All right, here's a story. Take care, everyone. Oh, crickets, where are you? Stuart was walking in his house through the garage When he heard, he stopped to listen for it again, but he did not hear it. He was not too concerned that a cricket was in his garage, but while he was holding the door open, he missed the fact that the cricket had jumped into the doorway and tucked itself into the corner by the door. He continued on with his evening, as he would normally do, making dinner and watching some TV and reading a book right before bed. He finally went to sleep, but in the middle of the night, he heard the cricket again. At first, he thought he was dreaming, but then the sound continued, and he got out of bed. He first searched in the living room, but as the cricket made another sound, he walked toward that sound. It seemed as though the cricket was moving on him, Stuart had not turned any lights on other than the overhead light in the kitchen. He was tired and really didn't have the motivation for searching for this cricket. He decided to go back to sleep. And after some time of listening to that cricket, he finally fell back to sleep. The next morning, he didn't hear the cricket. Maybe it was a nightmare last night after all. He had gotten his breakfast and prepared himself for work. But as he was leaving, he heard the cricket one more time. He just sighed, and then slammed the door behind him. He could not get that cricket sound out of his head all day at work. He was trying to think of a way to find and get rid of that cricket. On his drive home, he thought he heard the cricket. This started to make him think that his mind was going, or maybe it was the lack of sleep he had the night before. When he arrived home and stepped out of the car in the garage, he heard the cricket sounds again. He thought it was louder this time, 
Maybe there was more than one. He proceeded to go inside and focus on the plan to get rid of those crickets. But while he was changing his clothes, he heard a cricket in the house. With his undershirt, shorts, and black dress socks on, he stormed out of his room in search of the cricket. His plan went out the window due to his emotions overtaking his thoughts. He crept around the kitchen, waiting to hear that cricket sing again. And as he heard it, he moved in that direction. At one point, Stuart got on his hands and knees, crawling around and looking under every nook and cranny, continuing to move closer to the sound every time the cricket gave a vocal clue. The pantry, of course, Stuart said in a devious tone. He slowly opened the door and got back on his hands and knees. Stuart cautiously moved some boxes from the floor, anxiously waiting another sound. But nothing came. It was as if the cricket knew he had been discovered. Aha! shouted Stuart, and the cricket responded with a chirp of his own as if to scream, No! The little black critter was tucked in the back corner of the pantry, underneath the shelf that contained soup cans. I finally found you, and I'm going to stop you from ever chirping again. Stuart scooped up the cricket in a red plastic solo cup and then covered it with plastic wrap. The keys to his car jingled as he picked them up and walked out the door. As he opened his car door, he heard another cricket chirp, and the cricket in the cup responded as if to say, Help me! Stuart placed the cup into his cup holder, and said, Oh, we have another one, huh? Your fate will be the same. Stuart was not as patient finding the second cricket as he was the first. He was shuffling things around, away from the edge of the garage walls. I'll find you, Stuart grumbled. Stuart thought he had the sound pinned down, and then he heard one more chirp. And that's when he moved in towards the faucet and the garden hose that it was attached. It was dark in that area. So in a flash, Stuart ran inside, and he was back out with a light in his hand, a long black flashlight. He slowly shined it around the faucet and hose and took his time, waiting for another chirp. But before it came, he yelled out, I gotcha! This time, he reached down and picked it up with his bare fingers, and then he dangled it up near his face and looked at it with disgust. Time for you to go. The cricket dangled from Stuart's fingers as he walked to the car. He pulled the plastic wrap off the cup and dropped this cricket in. At least you have each other. Stuart drove off. The cricket sang a duet the whole time they were in the car. But it didn't bother Stuart this time, because he knew this was almost over. After several minutes, he stopped the car, got out with the cup, and he took the plastic wrap off and tossed the crickets out into an open field. Bye-bye! Sing all you want out here. Stuart got back in his car and started to drive home. He was almost there when he heard a cricket again. No! How can this be? he questioned. He pulled off to the side of the road, and he searched the car until he finally found the creature behind the song. 
He quickly picked up the cricket, decided he wasn't going to go back to the field. He just tossed it on the side of the road, got back in his car, and drove home. Free! Free at last! I'm going to get some rest now. And when he arrived home, he did just that. He walked right into his room and went to bed. That was until he heard... No! But lucky for Stuart, this time it was a dream. This concludes... Oh, Cricket, where are you? If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening. This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.